Small Business and Startup Stories DSM features conversations with small business owners who share both their victories and failures on their path to success. Small Business and Startup Stories DSM is produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. More tips and resources are available at dsmpartnership.com backslash small business. I'm your host, Christina Moffitt. Erin Hewitt, welcome to the show. Erin is with us today, and she is the owner of Des Moines Parent. Hi, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. So, Erin, tell us a little bit about your kind of career, kind of your background, because you have a pretty interesting story yeah. of how you landed to be where you're at today. Yeah, I actually was a veterinary technician for seven years, um, and when I got pregnant with my daughter, I decided that it was kind of time to move on. So um, I decided to stay home. Um, During that time, I had started blogging a little bit, um, just sharing experiences that were going on with my son and I in Des Moines, you know, just fun things that we were going to. Um, And I was really enjoying it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to stay home and I'm just going to kind of do this as a hobby. Um, And so I that's kind of what I was doing. Um, and then when my daughter was about a little over a year, um, a, a local dad, his name's Thomas Brogan, he reached out to me who had actually begun Des Moines Parent. Interesting. Um, so a dad had begun Yes, Des he had Parent. started it. And he, it was kind of his hobby. And so I had written guest posts for him on his, and he knew I was kind of doing the same thing on my end um, and where I was going with that. And so he um, reached out to see if you know, I'd be interested in taking it over because he had a full-time job and just didn't have time to handle it. And he knew I had a vision. And so I was like, sure. And so we kind of, I took over his Des Moines parent website. Um, at the time there were like a thousand followers on Facebook and I had like big, big hopes, you know, like an event calendar, which, you know, is probably one of the popular resources today. Um, and it just, over it just skyrocketed it just took off from there um just the one of my biggest passions is just connecting with families and parents and letting them know what's happening in Des Moines and different things that they can do and so it's been just it's been great it's been a wild ride so veterinarian to yes online website yes (laughs) who knew (laughs) just having the conversation about not having a straight path right right I love I love your story so why why did you choose to really kind of buy the business online? Um, it's really kind of interesting versus starting your own. Right. So um, he had a logo, had, had a very good following. Um, and I, with what my little blog, side blog that I was doing, I mean, I had some followers, but I knew that I could take what he had already started and really just jump from there. Um, so, you know, the opportunity to, you know, take that over was just, it, it, was perfect. It fell right into place. Um, when I had jumped in thinking about doing the blogging and the online type thing, um, I had been following, you know, other bloggers. I've been seeing like their success. Um, I didn't think that I would maybe get to that, you know, to that point. I was just like, Oh, this looks fun that, you know, they're at home, you know, stay at home moms, stay at home dads doing their things, sharing their experiences. And so I kind of just wanted to do the same thing, but just with my little twist, with my little niche that I wanted to do. Well, I think that that's amazing. And I think that people don't realize the advantages to buying a business. You don't have that ramp up period. You can walk in and really take over that value that they've created. There was probably also some challenges, though, buying mm-hmm. a business. Yeah. So any challenge you want to share or things to think about when buying a business? You know, it wasn't, it was very not like, I wouldn't say it was like this official 
thing. Like, I mean, I paid a certain amount of money to, to, you know, to have the rights to the website and to the URL and to the logo and all that good stuff. But it was pretty just, you know, we just signed a little contract (laughs) between the two of us. It wasn't like some huge, like me buying a huge business. So, I mean, it went very smoothly. And I mean, from that point, I still have, you know, I've emailed him a couple of times when things come up where I'm like, oh, this, I never noticed this before. And like, I knew it was something that he kind of set up on the website and I can reach out to him and he's still very helpful with random things like that. So, which is great. great. That's great. So there are advantages. We're seeing an uptick in online businesses. There's a lot of advantages, like you said, like you can work from home. It's easy for parents to do that. So what do you, what do you see as the true benefits to owning an online business? I think the, well, the flexibility for one. Um, and I think the creativity with it, um, there's just so many options that you can choose from and, you know, are creative with what you do. Um, there's no right or wrong way. And there's so many different like programs and like plugins for websites and things. So if you think of something, you know, you can reach out to someone and like, this is my idea and I can help you develop that, you know, on the website. I just think that there's a million possibilities that you can go with, you know, when you're doing the online. So I think one of the challenges of owning an online business would be the constant hackers that are out there. Yes. Um, But also you're open 24 seven. I mean, you, you don't have a key to lock up your business and leave. No. Talk to me about some of those challenges of owning that online. It's a little flustering. It's a little frustrating. Um, sometimes you get like messages and I think a lot of people don't realize now that Des Moines parent is so large, people don't realize it's just like me. Um, I have someone who helps me, you know, schedule social media and stuff like that. But like, I have a little office in the bottom, you know, in my house and it's just me and I, you know, respond to messages and emails and stuff. So when things come up, um, you know, I feel like I need to respond right away. And so you kind of like have to take that back a little bit. And that's, you know, balance with life with anything, you know, you have to just let, okay, I'll respond to that later. It's not an emergency. Nothing, you know, as major is happening. But um, I think that's the big thing is like making sure that, yeah, you don't have to be immediate all the time, you know, with, and, uh, you know, hackers and all that other stuff, you know, all, you know, just letting it, yeah, just not being immediate with everything. What do you feel like really kind of drove you to the success and that quick growth of Des Moines Parent? Because you, you did grow very, very rapidly. Right. What do you think you can contribute to the, the success of that? The big thing is, um, like, I, I I say this a lot, like, Des Moines Parent is, like, everyone's resource, so I want everyone's feedback. So we do have an extensive event calendar. We put the events on there. Um, most of the time, you know, businesses and organizations reach out to me to put them on there. Sometimes I'll see something and I'll put it on there. Sometimes they don't let me know when they're no longer doing them. And so I'll have a parent that will go and be like, you know, they're not doing it, you know, this event anymore. And um, so I always am very very like make sure you call before you go but like I want people to let me know like this isn't no longer going on or if they went and experienced something this is this was my feedback I want to know so we can all work together to make it a really good resource for everybody um so I mean that's I'm the person behind the computer that's doing all and like putting it all together but like everybody's feedback and what their what their thoughts are is really important with the success of it and you mentioned that you were a guest blogger kind of how you got introduced to that so do you have guest bloggers on your website I I do I do how do you find them so I a lot of it is just reaching out like if I see someone that is talking about something on social media that I think may connect with other parents I'll reach out to them I'll send them a Facebook message you know on through messenger and be like hey would you be interested in telling your story um a lot of the time people are very interested in doing you know 
more than welcome because I get to share their story into, you know, with a bunch of parents. Um, but yeah, that's usually how I do it, you know, making those connections, um, and just, you know, seeing what other people's stories are and what their experiences were and just giving them that outlet to be able to share it there. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you are not only just the owner of DSM, <laughs> Par- DSM Parent, you are um, actually a serial entrepreneur because <laughs> you have another business. Yeah. And talk to us a little bit about Midwest Mom and Wife that you also own. Yeah. So Midwest Mom and Wife actually was my original little blog that I had started before Des Moines Parent. Um, and then when I took over Des Moines Parent, it kind of just went to the wayside and I was um, once I started to my parent, you know, you're behind the computer all the time doing all these things. You're a mom. And I really wanted to connect with women and new moms. And I knew that I wanted to do something in that field, whether it was like a doula or a lactation consultant. I knew I wanted something in that area, in that realm. So I did some research and there, at the time there weren't many postpartum doulas. Um, and I knew with what I was doing with my parents, supporting, you know, families and parents, I just kind of wanted to take it a step further and support new moms, women. Um, and so I took the training, um, you, you know, have to do so many hours, read so many books, do, you know, and take an exam. Um, and then that's kind of how Midwest mom and wife kind of revamped. It became my postpartum doula website. So where I offer the services, um, to support women after birth, um, which is really important to me. Which I, I think is huge. Yeah. Especially nobody really talks about everything that's going to happen post. No. You think it's going to be wonderful and there is, it is wonderful, but there's a lot of things that right. you don't know is coming at you. Yes. Um, on that group and it, being part of that, you've actually become now a published author. Yes. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about your book. Right. So the um, postpartum plan workbook is, you know, through the postpartum doula training, I, I read so much information about how um, postpartum was in other cultures and how different it was from here. Um, and so we go through all this planning of our birth plan and, you know, creating the, you know, creating the baby registry and the nursery and all that stuff, but we don't think about the postpartum. And so the postpartum plan workbook was really a way for parents, new moms to sit down and like think, start thinking about that. Um, Thinking about like, well, who's going to come to the house when my spouse goes back to work or, you know, how am I, what meals am I going to eat? Or what am I, you know, do I have, where are all the postpartum support groups? You want to know where those are before you get in the midst of, you know, two hours of sleep and you need support. So it's just a really good way to um, create that plan so that you kind of set yourself up for success during that period of time. So working with uh, moms, you've been doing this a while now. Mm -hmm. What is something that you, maybe even a tip, but what are you seeing right now that could really be something that's really helpful post-baby? I would think it's really... Stop, I think stopping during your pregnancy and thinking about the period of time, I think not waiting until the postpartum period, I think that is really, because I don't know how many times that I'll be on Facebook and, you know, there's a lot of moms groups and then you'll like see a mom post that she has like a two week baby at home and she's like looking for support and just breaks my heart to see that because this, you know, this mom just didn't take the time or didn't even know. Yeah. you know, to, to create that plan or to do the research beforehand. So I think that is the biggest thing is take the time to create that and like research. Des Moines is filled with so many different postpartum resources now, postpartum support groups, lactation services, um, groups for dads and stuff like that, that, you know, like if you set the time and do it, I think it'll, it'll be very beneficial 
during your postpartum period. So you ha- even even if you don't even use it, you still have the research, so you can go to it if you need it. While your brain yeah. is clear and you actually right. are sleeping. Right, right. <laughs> versus versus yeah. afterwards. Um, not only do you own both of those things, but you are actually currently the president of Fem City. Yes. Um, talk to us a little bit about what Fem City is, because we are actually going to be doing this partnership right. with the Fem City members yeah, that are I'm members excited. of ours too. Right. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, so Fem City Des Moines is a um, networking group for women's women in business. So you don't have to own a business, but just you're a woman in business that supports other women in business. Um, it's such an uplifting just group of women. We come together. Um, two or three times a month. We do the coffee connections. We do around town socials, you know, just for education um, on different business things. Um, So yeah, it's just a great group of women supporting each other. And you're pretty much kind of stepping in as the second kind of president as this is revamped. Uh And Fem City has just seen a massive growth. I mean, this is a national organization, but Des Moines is one of the fastest growing chapters. It is. What do you think attributes to that fast growth of the women joining? I, I think there's just a lot... There is a lot of women who are eager to help support and grow in Des Moines, you know, just, um, you know, that just want to see Des Moines be successful. And there's so many women who are starting businesses or who are in within businesses that, you know, want to do something and, you know, create something special. So I think it's just a great um, it was needed that support that group. Um, and I think it, it says something when a bunch of women can come together and just ask, you know, what can I do for you? You know, how can I support you? And, and I just think it's a, just a unique, different possible, um, option. I, I feel like Fem City too, what you said is it's more service. The women that I've witnessed are really there to help each other versus right. sell each other, which I think is a very unique factor to a networking. It group. is, it is. And I, there's a lot of times where I will run into women who are like, even forget that it's like, a networking pot, you know, that they're supposed to be there to network. It's more like, oh, I wanted to see, you know, so-and-so from last month and see how things are going with her. It's, you know, it's more of that. It's like seeing your best friend grabbing coffee. Um, so I, yeah, it's just a different um, atmosphere for sure. And when we talk about this group um, for our listeners, put, in, put into perspective how many people are coming to these coffees. Because the last one I was at, I walked in and I was floored at yeah. how fast and how massive that group is. Right, has grown. it's about forty to fifty people um, per coffee connection, which is which is amazing. Um, yeah, it's and it's a Friday morning. Friday these, morning, all these women somehow get their kids to school. The last time yeah. that I showed up at this, there was probably fifty women there, and it, it literally was a snowstorm, and there yes. was still fifty women. There. Yes, yes. I always get concerned, you know, with uh, in Iowa weather that you're like, and I was like, oh, I wonder what the turnout will be, but it was great. Um, so obviously you, you've uh, come in and I want you to talk a little bit about bringing the moms group to Fem City yes. because I think it wraps around everything you're doing and right. I think it's an important part of that group right. that is new. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the big things is people are like, oh, you're doing Fem City. And you're, so how does this all come together and my big and it goes back to just connecting families and parents and then taking a step further connecting moms and then connecting women I just love that connection portion so Fem City just seemed like the great you know the good fit um, and when I again the Fem City coffee connections they're they're super early in the morning and so if you have kids that you have to get to school um, it can be it's hard for a mom who has a business who wants to network who wants to make those connections to get there so I just saw the need of you know, women who wanted to be there. And it's also not just for moms. It's open for any women. Um, it's just at a kid-friendly 
area so they can bring kids. Um, But it's just a good option. It's a little bit later in the morning on Fridays. And it's just uh, another option to give that opportunity for um, women who have kids can network and make connection. Which I think that that is great. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people who move here, too, say it's so hard to break into meeting people. If they have these young children and they're not working yet or they're just trying to connect with other stay-at-home moms. So I think... I want to commend you on adding that because I can remember being in that bucket of, I can't go to this networking thing. It's not appropriate to take my child yet. I didn't have childcare every day. Right. It's hard. It's hard. And like, you know, being a blogger, you know, blogging and you're behind a computer and you're at home with your kids, like you have to get out and make those connections. Otherwise, you know, you're just, it's hard. So having that option is just wonderful. Well, I think it's been great. So we've talked about three different things. We've talked about Des Moines Parent. We've talked about um, the Midwest mom and wife. And we've talked about Fem City. Yes. That's kind of wearing three. three different hats. <laughs> Plus your regular family. So how, yeah. do you, how do you approach social media? Because we get asked that a lot. Right. Do you keep them all separate? Is your brand you? And then your brand is out in these areas. Is it black? Is it white? Is it gray? Right. Talk to us a little bit about how you handle your social image um online so it's it's me and then i have these different hats and i i mean on i i share things on des moines parents so like the kid friendly coffee connection i'll share those on des moines parent because i know there's parents who follow des moines parent so i kind of you know depending on what it is and if it meshes well I will you know share on those different but each one has its own social media platform um and it's it it is a lot that's why I have someone who helps me because I just I don't I can't do it all so um but and then you know I have myself so like my Facebook profile I my Instagram my Instagram you know is the Des Moines parent but is a lot of just is everything so it's just kind of I would say that I'm myself, but I have these three different hats that I wear that I probably, you know, share on all social media platforms. So if you follow, you know, one or all of them, you kind of see a little bit of everything where, you know, of what I do. I think it probably has to be, but I think your mission of kind of goes back to it is all connected. You love the parents, you love supporting the females, the Mm -hmm. moms postpartum. I think that it is definitely woven through all areas of your life and kind of your mission and your value statement. Yeah, yeah. So people have always said bloggers, not a career, but obviously you are bucking that trend. Right. So what, what advice do you have to people that want to get into owning a website or blogging or YouTubing and making a career out of that? Do you do your research? Um, I literally I went to Barnes and Noble and picked up a WordPress like for dummies book. And I literally I started I bought my domain and I just went through there and I just went through each thing. And nowadays you can Google anything. Um, but, you know, finding someone who is who knows how to do it, you know, is good to make that connection with someone and have them sit down with you and help you build what you you know, what your dream is. But, you know, starting small is OK um, and use social media to your advantage because that's the greatest thing you know I mean my parent would not be where it is today without social media um so yeah just definitely take advantage of the like the free things that are out there because there's a lot of them um and just go from there how do you select who you want to work with as sponsors and partnerships because obviously you have kids right. and moms involved yeah. who are protective of those kids yeah. and figuring out whose mission really aligns with yours do you have any advice on how you would go about that um 
I mean, as long as it's something that's going to pertain to parents and families, that's the most important. I don't think I've ever had a, a situation where I've had to turn someone down. I think I've always been very clear of like what I do, which is I put that message out there like this is who my audience is and this is what we're doing. Um, so I've never had people come to me with something that would not fit. But I think if that did ever happen, it would just be, you know, kindly, you know, say no and just say that this isn't. And there's so many other different bloggers in this community that that may be a niche for and really just, you know, making that connection with them, introducing them to that person and, make, you know, having them connect as well. You not only do these three things, but you also um, kind of donate your time back to a couple boards yeah. that also align with your mission. Yes, so talk yes. to me about the two boards that you serve yeah. on, the Girl Scouts and right. the Children's Museum and kind of what you, kind of why you got involved and why you're passionate about those. So Des Moines Children's Museum is that, the, the two moms, the co-founders of that is, they're just amazing. And so they um, started this great goal of bringing a children's museum to Des Moines. And when I saw them doing this, I was like, I want to be a part of this. I want to help with that. Um, so it's just amazing to see the growth that they have made in the past three years, you know, now that they have a physical location and all that. So it's been great to tie that in with, you know, Des Moines parent as well. Um, supporting, you know, parents and children in Des Moines, which is a passion of mine. Um, and then Girl Scouts of Greater Iowa, I'm on the associate board, which is another just a wonderful, which kind of ties in with, you know, young girls, you know, with women, you know, starting that at a young age, um, supporting them. And um, it's such a great um, organization. So I, you know, sitting on the board with that and helping them, you know, create events and stuff that to help bring in money to support them and do the things that they need to do in the community is important. So I think it'd be interesting to ask the Fem City women how many of them were Girl Scouts because I, I feel like the Girl Scouts is a young Fem right. City. I yes, really do. It is. That's why when I, I was like so excited about it because it's such, I love how things just all kind of mesh together and it, it was such a great fit. So well, I was a Girl Scout, so I'd yeah. be one of those Fem City. It'd be interesting to take a poll in that Right, in we should. Especially during cookie time. Yeah. They should all be buying cookies. Right now. <laughs> yeah. So 2020, the calendar slipped. What are mm -hmm. your big goals this year? You've got a lot on your plate. What are your big goals for any of them? Um, I don't consistency. You know, I've I have my hands in a lot of things, so making sure that the consistency of all three of those things are you know continuing. Um, I have big ideas for like to my parent and stuff, but um, you know, doing the research and stuff before you know you jump in. I've learned that you really have to just take the time before you jump in and have your hands on a whole bunch of different things. Otherwise not everything is going to go as planned. <laughs> so, you know, just definitely the consistency is probably my biggest goal. And then, you know, dabbling in with a few things and seeing what the reaction is, what the community um, likes and what they enjoy. Well, it sounds like a big year for you and I know that you'll do great. Everything you. you touch has just been amazing and grows um, tremendously. So we look forward to our relationship with Fem City yes. and highlighting some of your members um, through this podcast series. So stay tuned. Erin, uh -huh. thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Small Business and Startup Stories DSM podcast. Inspired by these stories, we offer a hub full of resources needed for any small business owner to grow and succeed in greater Des Moines, Iowa at dsmpartnership.com backslash small business. Thanks for listening.